Hey, it's Allie with a quick update before we get into the episode today. Mark your calendars for January 10th at 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to be putting on a webinar with Design Glow. It's going to be on Facebook. And I'm going to be talking all about how to sell more products in your photography business without doing in-person sales. So if you want to get the updates for that, go ahead and go to photofieldnotes.com and subscribe to email updates. I will send you the link as soon as it's ready. And be sure to put it on your calendar. And let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Photo Field Notes podcast, where you'll find stories, tips, and inspiration from professional photographers to get you taking action in your own business and making your business dreams a reality. Well, it's officially 2019, and in my last podcast episode, I talked about how I kind of analyzed my business, how I set myself up for success in the new year, but I figured in this episode, I would share some of my actual goals for myself and for my business in the new year, and some of these might be obvious, some of these might be things that you're already doing, and I am betting that some of these are things that you've never thought of. So let's get into my personal goals for my business, for myself, for 2019. First of all, January in Michigan is generally a slower time. And so for me, I like to take advantage of that usually to set up my business for the year, set things up for success. I talked about how I go through my workflows and I make my workflows more efficient and I tweak things like that. Actually, this year, though, I'm kind of taking a step back from my business for January. I'm giving myself permission just to do the bare basics. It's a big booking month for me in Michigan, so I'll definitely have inquiries to respond to, and I'll have meetings to go to and all those things. Um, And I still have some products that I'm finishing up from the holiday season and from final weddings, so I'm ordering some albums, finishing up album designs, getting some wall galleries together. So obviously, I have to do those things, but generally, I'm actually giving myself permission to step back from the photography business in January. Um, And one part of that is I'm working on that course with Design Glow. So that's launching soon. I'll keep you posted on that. And obviously that's photography related, but it's not directly tied to my business and my clients. I'm also teaching at Michigan State. So I've been teaching at Michigan State for like, I think seven years now. I teach an online class. Right now I'm actually going to be teaching two online classes in the winter. It's kind of a nice way to add extra income. It's really flexible because both of my jobs are flexible. And um, it's just, it's been a good balance. So I'm going to be focusing on those things in January. Even in January and February, I'm going to be focusing on simple things around the house. Like I think I'm going to give myself a couple days to paint some rooms that I kind of have been wanting to paint and been putting off. I think that I'm going to spend some time decluttering and getting rid of stuff. So for me, I, especially when um, Zell right now is off for holiday break, so she's actually doing an art project in the other room. Um, Arden's back to daycare now. So when both girls are kind of back to school and I have more time, I'm going to take advantage of that for just getting my life in order and giving myself permission to, to do that. Okay, next goal. So this is going to be another year of publishing for me. And I talked about in uh, an episode about how I recommend focusing kind of on one marketing tactic per year when you're getting started, when you're trying to grow your business. I said, one year you should focus on getting published. And I kind of save money and, you know, maximize my efficiency by only subscribing to Two Bright Lights every couple of years. So I'll subscribe to it. I'll submit everything. I try to kind of do it in 
chunks. Like I'll try to um, put it all together so that it's easier, more efficient and get everything submitted from the previous year, even two years, try to get that published. And then next year, I probably won't be a member of Two Bright Lights. So that's how I do it. So it's going to be a year of publishing so I can dedicate some time to doing that one when things are a little bit quieter. Another personal goal, or actually a business goal for me personally, is to explore a little bit more into branding and commercial photography. And I'm still kind of deciding on what's that, what that's going to look like. I'm deciding on whether it's a whole separate website versus kind of starting it out, integrating into what I already do. So I already do some with kind of the branding and commercial photography headshots, some environmental portraits for people. I get inquiries for it. But I know that I've also been, I know that I have personally not gotten projects because I'm not really catering to that crowd. So I actually had somebody who found me for weddings because she was looking for somebody for a commercial project for work. And she said, well, we knew that you you didn't seem like you were right for the commercial project because you catered so much to weddings and other things, but I wanted you to be my wedding photographer. So I bookmarked you for later when I got engaged. And I was like, huh, that's really interesting. I think that I could definitely cater to that market better. So I'm going to kind of explore that a little bit more for me personally. I'm not going to bank on it. It's basically going to be an experiment. Like I do everything, just one big experiment, see what happens. But I'm going to kind of inch into that this year. We'll see what happens. Okay. Here's an interesting one that is probably not on your radar in terms of your own goals, but this is a big one for me, mostly personally this year, but it's going to kind of integrate into my business. So I'm generally just trying to be a little bit more environmentally friendly, which means basically throwing less stuff away. So in my own life, we we kind of had this big overhaul where we bought an electric vehicle. We have solar power now. We subscribe. Our city actually launched a project where you can subscribe to, you can basically rent solar panels in a solar field. So you rent them for 25 years. So it's the same as putting them on your house, but they're in a place where it's a little bit more efficient. So they're actually out in a field where they're going to get more sunlight. Our house has big trees. It just wouldn't be a good place to have solar panels. So we rented these solar panels for 25 years. That's going to cover a lot of our electricity. It's going to cover, you know, a chunk of our electric vehicle. It's not going to cover everything, but it's just like little steps that we're taking in our personal lives. And then with that in our personal lives, I started reading the book Zero Waste Home by, I think her name is Bia Johnson. And she takes it to the extreme where she doesn't throw, basically she throws nothing away. Her family, she has a family of four and they basically fill up maybe this mason jar of trash in the entire year. And there's also, I forget the name of the other blogger, but it's trashesfortossers.com where she talks about her zero waste lifestyle. And it's it's very extreme and they take it, you know, they take it really far. They're very dedicated. But I'm just trying to apply basic principles into our lives. So in my personal life, I'm going to get a compost pile, like start composting with Bokashi composting in our basement. I'll let you know how that goes. And we are looking into just recycling more things, donating more things, bringing in less things. I bought these tear bags that I can take to the market and like put my own stuff in my bags, put my apples in that bag instead of a plastic bag. So it's all these simple things that we're trying to do to just cut back on waste. And I thought, why can't I apply that to my business too? So where can I apply that? First of all, I shoot some film, 
not a whole lot of it. Honestly, the whole year, I probably shot one roll of film last year. But I thought, you know what, I probably will just go ahead and sell my film camera because there's a lot of waste associated with film. So I think it's beautiful, but I also, I use Mastin Labs for editing and they have, I think the presets are beautiful. There's so many beautiful presets now that I'm happy using a digital camera that's a little more eco-friendly and then just editing for the film look. So I'm gonna get rid of my film camera I'm going to do simple things with my packaging where I'm not necessarily going to, I, I never really did a huge amount of packaging for people where I put bows and tons of stuff on it, but I'm really going to kind of make it a part of my brand that I keep it simple and they're not going to get this big, beautifully packaged thing where they're going to have this beautiful ribbon, but then they're going to throw it away. So I'm going to have simple packaging. I'm going to buy recyclable tape to tape up my boxes um, for things that I can't necessarily control like some of my products might come in packing peanuts I'm going to take those to the FedEx store and donate them so they can be reused or just find ways to make my products specifically the physical things a little bit less trashy where I'm throwing less stuff away I'm also looking into TerraCycle so TerraCycle.com you can order boxes where you can actually recycle things that you otherwise can't recycle or are really difficult to recycle. So some of that plastic packaging that you can't necessarily put in your home recycling bin, you can send to them and they'll recycle. So I'm thinking about doing that to actually try to get my business to as close to zero waste as possible. Just kind of being a little bit more conscious of those things. And I figured if I talk about that openly, that I'm kind of exploring this in my life, this is something that I'm doing, that other people in the area who are interested in those things are going to be drawn to me. I live in a university town. Michigan State has a really big packaging department. And because of that, and they're also, they have a big farming and agriculture department. So because of those two things, they're really interested. There's a lot of people in the area who are really interested in environmental things. And I think it's really going to connect with people. So we'll see how that goes. But generally this year, I just really wanted to make sure that my values are connecting with my actions. So that's one big thing that I'm doing. So it's not that I'm not going to sell products because I still think products are so valuable and I do value those things. It's just that when they come in packaging, I want to make sure that I'm being responsible about the way that the packaging is being thrown away or not thrown away, being recycled. Another thing that I'm going to be working on is just creating more video content. Every year I'm trying to just kind of bit by bit record more and more video content. So things like when somebody inquires, they go to a video instead of just writing, just including videos as much as I can so that they can see me, maybe even getting some testimonial videos from clients talking about working with me or talking about the specific products that they have in their homes that they love and we'll see what the production value looks like it will be anything from asking them to record on their computer to possibly going to their homes and going all out so it depends on kind of how much time I have and how much energy I want to put into it the other one that I already talked about is just cutting my expenses so I talked about that in my episode about setting setting myself up for a successful 2019 so there's a couple of expenses that I'm going to cut um I think I mentioned cutting back on paying an editor because I actually found that I was able to keep up on that pretty well, cutting back at least the hours of my assistant because it wasn't necessary for her to stay well into the evening once the lights were set up for the reception. It was generally pretty easy, so things like that. Also, I really, this was from last year. My my word of the year last year was genuine connection, and I want to keep that going. So that's things like being the leader for Tuesdays together and bringing photographers together and bringing creative people together and really focus focusing on those in-person connections. And it's really funny saying this as I'm talking to a computer, and it's, it's kind of this like, I'm being genuine through my microphone, but you are not actually in front of me. So I'm trying to turn more and more of those things into face-to-face -face connections. 
I also plan on continuing to just balance out the time that I take off. So I talked about that in my last episode where I block off weekends. I block off at least one weekend per month. I try to do two if I can and just make sure that I'm always saving time to just be with my family and enjoy, especially in the summer, enjoy summertime, be relaxed and avoid getting burned out. The other thing that I want to continue doing is just giving back by volunteering. So even if it's just doing passion projects where I donate my time for a couple of sessions here and there, I want to make sure that I'm doing that because I find that really fulfilling. So I'm always going to be looking for opportunities to give back and and help others through the talent that I have. And of course, there's always a couple of things that are kind of to be determined. So my question marks this year are how much I want to grow my associate program. So how much effort I want to put into maybe bringing on new associates or what I even want that to look like. I'm letting myself push that back so I can focus on other goals in the first quarter and then kind of explore it into the spring, which means it might not be affected until 2020, really, at this point. I also, like I said earlier, still have to figure out how I really want to brand and sell that commercial and branding photography side. So maybe someday that incorporates my advertising and my marketing background. The classes that I teach at Michigan State are actually in the advertising department. I teach consumer behavior and I teach kind of a market research course. And so I could take those things and I could combine them together, but that's a whole other thing. And so I'm just, I'm not quite sure I'm ready to make that my top priority this year, but it's something to start exploring. The other question mark for me is how much childcare I'm going to have. So right now, I have Arden in full-time daycare. She just turned three last week. And then Zell goes to Young Fives, which is essentially full-day school. So she's five years old. And I've gone back and forth. Sometimes I have the girls in... Well, in the past, I've had the girls in three days a week in daycare. Um, We'll see. It just kind of comes down to how I feel and how they feel and what my schedule looks like and how much I want to get done. So obviously, when I cut back on childcare. There are pros and cons. Pro is I get to spend more time with my kids. Um, Cons are, well, for one, with Zell in school, she gets home earlier now, so that cuts way into my time. And then projects that could otherwise maybe get done this year won't get done for a whole other year. So it's always that struggle, right? You know, the guilt of, do I have them in too much school? Do I need them to be in that much time? It's just like the forever guilt that's ridiculous and I shouldn't have. All right. um, Oh, the other question mark that I have for the year is how much I can do in a studio because I've been doing some work out of a local studio that I just rent by the hour. And I'm trying to figure out if it makes any sense at all to commit to more time in the studio or become a partner in the studio. I had one a couple of years ago. I didn't really use it for a lot of shooting. And to make it worth it, I would really have to ramp up my studio shooting. So Again, at this point, it's kind of on the back burner. I don't think it's necessarily worth it to go full on into the studio right now, but it's it's an op- it's an option. We'll see what happens. And if you have a studio and you feel one way or the other, like you love your studio and you couldn't do what you do without it, I want to hear from you. You can message me at Photo Field Notes um, or vice versa if you have a studio and you're not so sure it was worth it in the end. You know, same thing. You can message me at Photo Field Notes. So those are my basic goals for the year. Those are the things that I'm kind of focused on, putting on the back burner, but thinking about and not sure about. So share your goals with me. I would love to share some of them on future episodes. Just message me at Photo Field Notes. And here's to a wonderful 2019. Take care. Thanks for listening. Check out show notes at photofieldnotes.com. And if you loved this episode, leave your review on iTunes. See you next week.